Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is the place to be if you're ready for the best podcasts of the paranormal. Curious and sometimes unexplained. Now listen to this. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the show, I was trapped with a dead human, and here's what happened. I guess you could say it's sort of like story time here on the podcast. And I know that some of you have possibly heard me tell this story before here or there. It's one of those stories that um, I'll just never forget. And I, I thought of this because, you know, I have been experimenting recently with my new portal opening device that I intend to use eventually at my property near Area 51. And uh, I haven't explained how this device is intended to work, but it does involve some chemistry. And I've never been great at chemistry. So I'm having to go back and learn and relearn some things. And this made me think of this story. And eventually you'll see why, how it all connects. (laughs) When I was in high school, one of my friends introduced me to one of his friends, who is this older guy, and we'll call the older guy Jim. So here I am 
in my teens. I don't know. I'm probably like maybe 17 or something like that. And Jim was in his 20s. You know, it seems like there are always these guys who they graduate from high school and then they want to go back and hang out with high school kids again. You know, so this is this was what Jim was like. He was the older guy who who could buy the beer <laughs> and um, he was really into uh, paranormal and macabre stuff. And so when we met, I mean, he was always wanting to go out and investigate stuff. And we became friends. He looked the part. He always wore a, a big, long trench coat. He loved the Highlander movie. And one of the things that was especially notable about Jim is that he worked at a funeral home there in Western North Carolina. That's where I grew up. So he worked at this funeral home and uh, he worked there for quite a while and he did a, a, a very good job. In fact, um, another bigger funeral home offered him a job for more pay. And so he took that job. So when he was working at the second funeral home, his job was really quite uh, intense because they would have a, a little um, cottage basically there on the property where he would live on the property and he was on call basically 24 seven. So uh, in the middle of the night, you know, if his phone rang and they said, you got to go pick up a body, he would get dressed and he would hit the road and go get this body and bring it back and start the process <clears throat> processing of the body. And so uh, he also, of course, had Fortunately, a lot of time when he was just sitting around and he had, I have to say, dead time on his hands. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, know, I didn't mean for that pun, but <laughs> he did have dead time on his hands. And he liked to invite his friends over to play role-playing games like D&D, like Dungeons and Dragons. And, and I had never even played that game until I met him. And it was fun. I never really got into it like a bunch of, you know, my friends did. But anyway, so we'd go over there to this funeral home and sit around uh, in this kind of like a break room area. And uh, he would always order a pizza. And every single time he would order a pizza, the pizza restaurant would think it was a prank when he he orders a pizza to the funeral home and they always thought it was a prank and he had to convince them and and you know you can imagine these like sheepish pizza delivery guys uh popping up uh, at the funeral home late at night <laughs> not knowing who's going to open the door you know what it's going to be like and so that was kind of uh, a fun and interesting little thing uh, that was that came along with that friendship, and it was also it was um, pretty bizarre to be sitting there eating pizza next to a room that was full of dead bodies. So that kind of sets the stage for you. Well, one night, um, Jim he I guess he'd made arrangements for somebody to cover uh, some time for him, and he asked me if I wanted to go with him to see a movie. So I said sure. So I went over to the funeral home and uh, he said that he wanted to take a quick shower. Don't blame him. And in the meantime, now, this was probably like a three story funeral home. Very elaborate. And I, since I was quite young, have enjoyed playing the piano. And so in one of the rooms upstairs on like the third floor, uh, where they would carry out funerals. They had this nice, big, fancy organ. So I told Jim while he was in the shower that I was going to go up and play this organ. And we were the only two people on the property. So he's at downstairs somewhere near his little cottage taking a shower. I go upstairs and uh, go into this room, turn on the lights, go over, sit down, fire up this organ and and I'm playing, you know, Toccata and Fugue and D minor. You know, I'm I'm having a ball. This is probably like 8:30 at night. It was it was dark. So I get right in the middle of playing some piece of music and all of a sudden power goes out. Absolutely dark. Okay, just nothing but complete darkness, power outage. 
So I sit there for a little bit waiting to see if my eyes are going to adjust and they really weren't adjusting. And so finally, you know, I, I get up and I go, well, I'm going to work my way over toward the door here and start hollering for Jim to see if he's got a flashlight or something, figuring he might still be in the shower. I don't know. So basically what happened is here I am walking around in absolute pitch blackness, feeling my way around this floor, being very careful and because uh, I don't want to fall down any stairs and there are no emergency exit lights like you would expect. And I knew there were multiple rooms. And basically, here I am. I'm just trying to find an exit somewhere. And all of a sudden, I put my hands down and there is the unmistakable sensation of my hands on a dead man's face. And it's very difficult to try to describe the instantaneous jolt of adrenaline that you get when you realize that you are in a room all alone in pitch blackness with your hands on a corpse's face. And I spun around and I went scrambling just in the opposite direction. I'm tripping over chairs. Uh, I mean, I didn't care if I fell downstairs. I just, ca- I just wanted to get out of there. It freaked me out. And so finally I, I did work my way down to some stairs and I heard voice and I kind of followed his voice a little bit. And sure enough, he, he had a flashlight and helped guide me down. And, uh, you know, the whole neighborhood had lost power. And I was, I mean, again, I was really, uh, surprised at how freaky that experience was. And mind you, um, again, you know, I, I'd had some exposure to dead bodies already. Um, and not, not just, you know, having gone to funerals and whatnot in my own life, but I mean, there with these, uh, these corpses of strangers around, you know, eating the pizza. And I even had a couple of occasions when I was allowed to watch some of these bodies being embalmed. And apparently this guy who was upstairs and later Tim took me upstairs when the lights were on and showed it to me. And he was a guy who was prepped for his funeral in the morning and there was an open casket and all that. And so that's why he was there. Uh, but I did watch bodies being uh, embalmed uh, sometimes when I was over there and it was um, it was gross and it was fascinating And I started thinking about the chemicals associated with life and how that, you know, when you die, you instantly begin to deteriorate. And yet they can take you and fill you with this stuff called embalming fluid. And then it it stops that process. It's almost like it's it's halting death. It's I don't want to say it's giving life, but it feels like there's something mystical happening. And so I started, you know, since I'm investigating and learning more about chemicals and stuff, I thought to myself, I wonder exactly how embalming fluid works. Do you know? Well, when we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you what I learned about embalming fluid. And then that led me down a rabbit hole into other interesting chemicals. And then it all ties in again to some of the experiments that I'm I'm doing. And I promise they don't involve dead bodies. Um and then some experiments that other people have done, however, with dead bodies. So just bear with me. It's one of those shows. Who knows where it's going to go? But this may be the last time you hear me remind you that if you live near Las Vegas, Nevada, we are producing one Paranormal Vegas show for 2024. And it's going to be in Boulder City, which is 30 minutes outside of Vegas. It's a 60-minute show, Vegas Ghost and UFO Show. It's warm. It's indoors. You get to touch real evidence, take the best selfies. It's going to be, for all ages, on February the 27th at 7 p.m. And tickets, believe it or not, if you get a ticket right now, it's only $9.95. Everybody can afford that. Uh, so we're going to sell out very quickly and you're going to see real footage of the best evidence of local ghosts, UFOs, monsters, and more. All these haunted and charmed items. Go to paranormalvegas.com, 
ParanormalVegas.com and join us. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Hang on, Josh will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in President Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hi, it's Dr. Sky. Keep it right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Ajitato Zume! And if you haven't done this already, do yourself a favor. Get yourself some instant, free, online, digital goodies. Go to joshuapwarren.com, and right there on the homepage, you can sign up for my free e-newsletter. Put your email address in there, hit the submit button, and you will receive an automated email from me right then and there with links to all kinds of goodies for you. joshuapwarren.com. Would it bother you to work in a funeral home? I'm willing to bet that some of you listening to this show right now have done that or maybe are doing it as I speak. Uh, and, you know, it may be that that experience that I had um, made an impact on my interest in in the unknown and in the idea of an afterlife and what happens to us when we die. I wonder if you sit around with dead bodies all the time, um, if that gives you more or less sensitivity to the power of life and then the miracle, the magical thing that life is. Well, as I told you, I got to see how that um, this very strange process works where in which a, a body is sometimes embalmed. And then uh, it just doesn't rot away like an unembalmed body. And so I, I never really looked into exactly how that supposedly works. And here's what I discovered. When you start reading about it, it actually is quite technical. And so I'm not going to get that deep into it. Uh, but the basically embalming chemicals are a variety of preservatives, sanitizing and disinfectant agents and additives used in modern embalming to temporarily prevent decomposition and restore a natural appearance for viewing a body after death. A mixture of these chemicals is known as embalming fluid and is used to preserve bodies of deceased persons for both funeral purposes and in medical research and anatomical laboratories. The period for which a body is embalmed is dependent on time, expertise of the embalmer, and factors regarding duration of stay and purpose. Now, a lot of you might think that like an embalming fluid is the same thing as formaldehyde, but it turns out that's not actually the entire case. It says uh, embalming fluid contains a mixture of formaldehyde, methanol, glutaraldehyde, I don't know how to pronounce that, and other solvents. And basically what they're saying here is that, um, that essentially there's a combination of things, including formaldehyde that is used, that are used in embalming and that it really just kind of depends on the, the person and the circumstances. So it, it's not, not like there's one substance that's used in every case. But when you start looking into how it works, um, Embalming fluids act to denature cellular proteins, meaning that they cannot act as a nutrient source for bacteria. Um, basically, what they're saying here, what I've gathered is, and again, I'm not going to even pretend that I understand the chemistry of all this, but this fluid goes in and it somehow abi it, uh, it binds to these amino acids in your body. And it changes the structure of the proteins so that everything becomes more rigid and hesitant, uh, or I guess I should say resistant to bacteria. So it kind of hardens things up uh, so that the bacteria cannot really work on it as well. And it also kills most of the bacteria. So really, it's all about just um, making uh, the, the proteins and then whatnot in the body more resistant to bacteria and killing the bacteria. And that's just sort of how it works. And so 
you know, it's it's wrong, of course, to think about this as some kind of a life giving substance. But it is a very interesting idea that the bodies can be preserved this way. There's not much more to say about it, really. But I started reading about how that this kind of thing can preserve the appearance of life. And then I started thinking about other substances. Some substances, like the formaldehyde, the embalming fluid, they preserve that appearance of life. But then what about things, other substances you could take that quickly kill you? I was reading about this serial killer recently named Leonard Lake. And he was arrested in the 1980s. And when they took him into the interrogation room, apparently they left him alone for a few minutes. So when they came back in, he's kicking around and violently convulsing on the floor. And they took him to the hospital and he died. Turns out that this guy had sewn cyanide pills into his clothes. And uh, just expecting that one day this would happen, he'd get caught. And so he was able to rip those out and uh, eat those pills and commit suicide right there. And uh, so, I, I, you know, he had a military background, by the way. Um, but I started thinking about like, well, what is it about cyanide that just so quickly like destroys tissue and kills people or something. Cause you always hear about like these old spies and stuff. They give them a cyanide pill. Supposedly if they get captured, they don't get tortured. You know, they can, they can do that. So I got online and I, I started looking up like, how does cyanide work? And surprisingly, the first thing that pops up when you do that is a bunch of like suicide prevention information. Call now for help. Which I I found odd because I I can't remember hearing of anybody you know like a regular person in modern day deciding to commit uh, suicide by cyanide, but I guess there are people who who decide that they want to go that way, and you know there's this idea that well if you take cyanide like you're captured, uh, then it's going to be you know a more peaceful experience, but. I found this article that I felt uh, you'd find interesting. Labroots.com, written by Anthony Bouchard. And he says here, cyanide is a lethal chemical that was commonly used in suicidal pills throughout World War II to prevent captured spies and high government officials from leaking their country's secrets to the enemy. And he says, although cyanide pills were deemed a, quote, quick and painless death at the time, modern science now shows us this was not the case. Instead, those who took them probably experienced a long and agonizing death. Cyanide works by blocking a cell's ability to produce this thing called ATP. And this is a source of energy used by your body to perform a lot of natural functions regarding breathing and muscle usage. And when a person ingests a lethal dose of cyanide, the body's cells just suddenly stop producing ATP. So the muscle cells don't get the energy they need. And uh, the person experiences all kinds of contractions. And uh, he says here, your lungs, diaphragm and heart are pure muscle. And when they can no longer function, you won't be able to breathe. So you get cardiac arrest. The length of time it takes for cyanide to kill a person ranges from around two to five minutes. And during this time frame, they're fully conscious and experience every bit of the chemicals effects. Cyanide acts fast because its molecules are tiny, allowing it to spread through the body rapidly and efficiently. But the guy says, on the other hand, a conscious death lasting two to five minutes will feel like an eternity for the affected person. So cyanide poisoning should be considered one of the world's uh, uh, least preferred ways of dying. It sounds pretty horrible, doesn't it? That you're laying there for minutes as this just absolute havoc is being, being wreaked on your body. Um, and so that made me think more about these other kinds of substances that 
we fear putting into our bodies. And as I'm doing these experiments right now with my new portal opening machine, I'll just tell you, one of the components that I am using for the machine is liquid mercury. And a lot of people uh, fear liquid mercury and they talk about not eating too many fish and stuff because you don't want to get you know mercury and you know it's poisonous in various ways so i figured i better learn more about this and so when we come back from this break i'm going to tell you some of the things that i've learned about liquid mercury uh why why is this pervasive why do fish have mercury in them and uh you know how how is this evolved so that it's such a dangerous thing. You have to be careful about it, especially if you're pregnant or something like that. And that will tie into some mystical elements of mercury, which will lead me to, well, one of the things that I've been wanting to bring up on this show for a while, an experiment. And I'm not going to do this. It's an experiment that's already been done about whether or not we can measure life when someone dies um is there some change there scientifically that we can look at that we've never looked at before and uh i i you know we've got great technology now it can do some amazing stuff maybe we we need to start applying it in some uh, different arenas of research i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and i will be back after these important messages hang in there josh is coming right back on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Take us with you anywhere. This is the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. Please make sure and check out my show, Shades of the Afterlife, heard right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Yeah, I am incorporating some liquid mercury into one of my experiments right now, and I have to be careful. And, I mean, how much do you really know about mercury? Well, mercury is a chemical element. Its uh, symbol is HG, atomic number 80. It is also known as quicksilver and was formerly named hydrargyrum. The Greek words hydor for water and argios for silver. So that's why HG is the symbol. And uh, it's a heavy Silvery, D-block element. Mercury is the only metallic element that is known to be liquid at standard temperature and pressure. It occurs in deposits throughout the world, mostly as cinnabar. And, uh, of course, we all know it's been used in thermometers, barometers, all kinds of valves, switches, fluorescent lamps. But you hear about... Uh, the scary stuff all the time. You know, you got to be got to be worried about mercury. And so I wanted to look into this and figure out like, well, you hear if you eat too much fish, you might get too much mercury and it's bad for you. So where does all that mercury come from? It ends up in fish. I didn't know. So I found some interesting articles. One of them is from foodprint.org written by Peter Hanlon. And he talks about how especially expectant mothers and parents of young children know to limit certain seafood intake to avoid high levels of mercury. And he says mercury itself is not a boogeyman. It occurs naturally at low levels in rock, soil and water throughout the world. But human activities have increased total mercury concentrations in the atmosphere by about 450% above natural levels to dangerous levels for humans if it ends up in their systems in the wrong way. And he says, of the sources of the human-caused mercury emission, uh, burning of fossil fuels like coal, uh, excuse me, like coal, and gold mining are often responsible. And that once the mercury is in the atmosphere, it can travel for thousands of miles and then will eventually make its way into the oceans or large bodies of water, either by being deposited there or on land and getting washed downstream. And in this form, mercury poses little danger because living things can get rid of it quite quickly. But bacteria then convert this mercury as it sort of streams down toward the ocean and turns it into this highly toxic form called methylmercury, and then the food chain takes it from there. This gets absorbed by phytoplankton, little microscopic marine algae, and those things are eaten by larger plankton, and then those are eaten by little fish, and then those little fish are eaten by bigger fish, and they get eaten by bigger fish, and as it goes back up the food chain, um these bigger fish start getting more of this mercury built up on their body. So the bigger the fish, 
the longer it lives and the more it eats and larger fish accumulate a lot more of this methylmercury in their bodies. So the largest predatory fish in the sea, like sharks, swordfish, tuna, can have uh, a lot of methylmercury concentration in their muscles. Uh, in some cases, it's 10 million times higher than those of the surrounding habitat. It's really interesting. And of course, he says, of course, who is higher than the largest fish on the food chain? Well, humans. So if you just follow the food chain, well, you know, seafood is the source of nearly all the methylmercury that we acquire in our bodies. But it, it, it obviously has much more of a, a risk for, you know, like fetuses, infants, children, growing brains, developing nervous systems. So how to reduce the intake? Um, he says, first off, um, since fish, pretty much all fish contain at least traces of this. What you do is just you be particular about what fish you eat and how much not to avoid seafood altogether, just to avoid seafood that's high on the food chain. So if you think back to this, you know, the big fish eating the smaller fish, it makes sense to eat the fish or shellfish that are lower on the food chain and you are bioaccumulating much less mercury. That's interesting, isn't it? That you can just think of the size of the fish and its position on the food chain and whether or not it's good or bad for you to, to eat it. And then, of course, I started wondering about like, well, okay, well, what happens if you do get mercury poisoning? Because there are these different forms of mercury and, uh, you know, some are, are worse than others, but basically, if you start accumulating too much mercury in your system, common symptoms are peripheral neuropathy. That means suddenly you're, you're, you start getting tingling and numbness in your extremities. Um, it can also feel like an itching or a burning or a pain or even a sensation that resembles small insects crawling on or under your skin. You also get skin discoloration like pink cheeks, fingertips and toes, swelling, shedding and peeling of skin. Um, children may also uh, have like loss of hair, teeth, nails, sensitivity to light. And this stuff, it starts affecting your kidneys. And so if you don't pick up on the fact that you're getting this mercury, too much mercury in your system, um, you know, long term exposure to this. To, to your for your nervous system and your organs will will lead to death if not treated. So the good news is um, it's not like if you break a vial of mercury and it splatters on you that oh you're a, you're a dead man. Uh, but you know you, you definitely have to be careful when you're working with this stuff. And one thing that I thought was especially interesting is that. Uh, you've heard me talk about this before. I wrote about this in my book, The Secret Wisdom of Kukulkan, that when it comes to mercury in general, um, mercury, it seems to have a reputation for being something kind of magical because uh, rivers of it were found in this or, or supposedly are in this tomb of this great Chinese emperor. Samples of this have been found in many pyramids around the world. They find them in uh, these Mayan ball fields, and nobody can explain exactly even how it was refined and got there. If you look back at some of the ancient uh, Hindu texts where they talk about the Vimanas, they supposedly had some type of swirling liquid mercury type substance that that would be used so that these UFOs could fly around. I've talked before about Diglaka, this device the Nazis were supposedly working on, shaped like a large metal bell that had these uh, liquid mercury-like motors inside that would create some sort of, um, some kind of anti-gravity effect. And also, when I was in uh, Belize, I was talking to a, a Mayan descendant who said that it was not uncommon in the old days for a Mayan shaman to prove his worth by literally poking a little hole in one of his veins 
and dropping a little liquid mercury in there and letting it flow through his veins. And that if you didn't get sick and die, well, then you were a very powerful spiritual guide and shaman. And I don't know how often people live through that. But this is such a, an interesting subject because I do believe there's some connection between uh, metaphysical phenomena, paranormal phenomena, and the manipulation of liquid mercury. And if you have never listened to episode 72 of this podcast called Strange Things, you must go do it. It's called One of the Wildest Stories I've Ever Heard. And it's about liquid mercury and about this place here in Nevada called, fittingly enough, Mercury, Nevada. And what a scientist told me about experiments they do with liquid mercury in order to turn it into a living being with a consciousness that sometimes escapes from the lab and they have to run out and chase it down. And it looks like, of all things, a big blue bunny. Now, <laughs> how do we explain all this? I'm not sure, but isn't it interesting that we've gone from this idea of, of thinking about chemicals and chemistry and how it affects the body, leading us down this path toward mercury, and then a scientist saying, oh, yeah, and by the way, you can take mercury and manipulate it a certain way and create a living being out of it. This is very weird stuff. And so as I'm experimenting with my new device, these things are running through my head. But when we come back from this break, I want to tell you about this experiment that you've probably heard of to to determine whether or not there is some physical life force that can be measured leaving the body right when you die. Yes, I'm talking about the 21 grams experiment and some of my thoughts on that the work done by dr duncan mcdougall and um what's this relationship between i don't know mind body spirit environment what kind of role do chemicals possibly play in all this what experiments can we do to find the connections it's all too much but it is strange I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Wizard of Weird will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We are happy to announce that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached over 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows for free. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's producer Tom of Coast to Coast AM, and more of The Wizard of Weird starts right now. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And you probably know that liquid mercury was used all the time in thermometers back in the day. Not so much anymore. Uh, Occasionally, you'll still find a specialized laboratory Thermometer that uses liquid mercury for one reason or another. And uh, it's funny because I was thinking about that. And I I don't know if I've mentioned this on this show before, but if, you know, if I have, it was probably pretty fleeting. Of course, living here in Las Vegas in a couple of hours, I can be in Death Valley, California, where the uh, highest Record temperature was recorded 134 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 57 degrees Celsius back in 1913. So, yeah, 134 degrees Fahrenheit. And so if you drive from Vegas to uh, that part of California, you pass through Baker, California. And there you will find the world's tallest thermometer this is a landmark there it's like a roadside attraction and because that temperature was 134 degrees well this thermometer on the side of the road is 134 feet tall and it was built in 1991 by the Young Electric Sign Company for a man named Willis Baker. I'm sorry, a man named Willis Heron, who was a Baker businessman. And he had this restaurant called uh, Bun Boy, apparently. And he spent $700,000, which is more like $1.5 million today to build this thermometer. And (laughs) it's fully functional, they have a gift shop there, and I bring this up because it's just such an obscure, you know, like off-the-wall thing, the world's tallest thermometer, that uh, I found out that at one point they had to 
pretty much like remodel or renovate this thing. It got damaged. Winds blew it over. And so you actually can go and buy one of the light bulbs that was used in the world's tallest thermometer. And so I went and I bought one, of course. It's part of my collection of weird things right next to a little statue of the world's tallest thermometer right next to a snow globe that has the world's tallest thermometer inside of it. (laughs) And if you want to see that stuff, it's in the video that I shot recently. If you go to YouTube and just type in Joshua P. Warren, I have a channel, the Joshua P. Warren channel. And one of the recent videos is from uh, late 2023, where I walked around and showed off some of the weird stuff in my personal collection. And part of it is world's largest thermometer stuff. (laughs) But okay, getting back to this like mystery about the connection between life and physical substances and physical energies. uh, I'm sure you've probably heard that some people believe that the human soul weighs 21 grams. And in fact, let's see what is 21 grams in ounces? That is, it's about uh, three quarters of an ounce. Okay, so that gives you an idea of maybe the weight. If you if you drink out of a shot glass, you know, imagine the shot glasses, I don't know, maybe like half full or something. But it refers to this experiment, this uh, scientific study published in 1907 by Duncan McDougall, a physicist in Massachusetts. I'm sorry, he was actually a physician, not a physicist. And he hypothesized that souls have physical weight and attempted to measure the mass lost by a human when the soul departed the body. And he attempted to measure the mass change of six patients at the moment of death. He would put the person on a big uh, scale of some kind and make sure that all the bodily fluids and everything else were captured on that scale and then see what happened at the moment of death. And so he did this to six people and apparently one of the Six subjects lost three quarters of an ounce, which is 21.3 grams. That's what he said. And he stated his experiment would have to be repeated many times before any conclusion could be obtained. And his experiment is is widely regarded as flawed and unscientific due to the very small sample size, some of the methods used. And as well as the fact that only one of the six subjects met the hypothesis. So a lot of people say this is a case of selective reporting. But despite people within the scientific community, you know, rejecting this, uh, his experiment popularized the concept that the soul has weight and that it weighs approximately 21 grams. Now, I have not heard of anybody in the modern era trying to reproduce such an experiment and let's face reality here. Um, look, I understand all the problems doing this with humans, but we eat a lot of meat in this country every day, a lot of cows, a lot of chickens, a lot of turkeys. And, and, and obviously none of these slaughterhouses want to have cameras nearby but this might be an opportunity. I, I believe that an animal has a soul or a spirit. If a human does, some people disagree with that. I think that there's no difference biologically that should uh, determine that we have something that they don't. And so I think it would be interesting to see this kind of thing reproduced with uh, animals. But uh, I mean, I'm talking I'm not talking killing animals. I mean, if you're going to kill an animal anyway, If you're at a slaughterhouse and you're going to do it anyway, is it possible to incorporate this experiment? But is it also possible that you could do the same thing with plants? A plant is a living thing. Does a plant have a soul or a spirit? Can you measure something leaving a plant? Now, that would be very, very minuscule. But, you know, we have such technology now that I feel that, um, well, like, for example, I have this high-speed camera 
they can shoot something like, I believe it's a thousand frames per second. So I, not too long ago, I pointed this camera at the sky over Vegas and within, a, I just shot like a three second clip. And then afterward, I captured two UFOs zipping around that were moving too fast for the, the human eye to see. Because that's what happens uh, with, a, with a high speed camera. It slows things down into a range so that you can see them. And I think it would be interesting to just take a high-speed camera and, you know, just clip some plants and see if there's something that shows up. Can you think of any other types of cameras that haven't been used to try to capture some vision of the human spirit or, or, or the, or the plant spirit or any of this stuff? Um, I wonder about that. I wonder if it's been done, but it's been too controversial. And so it gets done behind closed doors. Let me squeeze in a listener email. I will not use this man's name. He says, I live in Maryland and he is a personal trainer and musician. He says, I am having negative energy in the house and I feel there is something behind it that's very detrimental to me and my wife. She's from Honduras. We smudge the house with traditional sage, etc. And I ask its name tonight. Tried to open up communication, and something that came through very clear was Obazu. Obazu. He says, never heard before. Um, and he says, now this thing called Pazuzu possessed me when I was 14 in a classroom, and chairs flew around the room. And the chalkboard was filled with ancient Hebrew from end of the days. And this is by no means some joke. I thought this was way behind me and I want to have a family with my wife. Will you please consider helping me? I listen to you and respect you so much. Can I beat this thing or not? Well, let me just say that um, here's the reality. Uh, well, Zozo is a name that, of course, Darren Evans talked about being some kind of a, a demonic force. And I just really don't know uh, if we're talking about the same thing. I know Pazuzu goes back to the Exorcist movie. It's been fictionalized. But I, I gave him the same advice that I'll, I'll give anybody uh, who listens to this. I did a podcast all about how to prevent or create paranormal activity. It's episode 11 of this podcast called Strange Things. And if you think that you're having some issues, and I'm not a ghostbuster, I'm not an exorcist, but if you think you're having an issue, or if you have a friend who's having an issue, go listen to episode 11 of this show, Strange Things. It's totally free. But one of the best things we can all do is try to end the show together with a positive mindset. Take a deep breath. Relax. Here is the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you 
and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.